Hey everybody, welcome to Building Iconic Life Podcast. I'm here with Jonathan Federer. He's a great friend of mine. And uh, he owns a business called Integrated Business Financing. And he's done a whole lot inside of the financial realm. He's actually helped our company uh, to the tune of close to a million dollars. We've done some big business together, but more importantly, he knows how to bring knowledge to people like me that are scaling and building businesses. And what I learned a long time ago is instead of me trying to learn how to be the expert at everything, do what I do best and then bring in the experts to help me out. And Jonathan's one of those, so stay tuned. I came from the mud, dirt on my hands. Welcome to Build an Iconic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whitehead, and this podcast is dedicated to help you build a life with zero regrets by focusing on how you have everything you need to stand up, stand out, and live life on your terms. Let's dive right in. Hey, brother. Thank you for showing up. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate that intro. I hope I can live up to it. Uh, Well, you have for us, and you have for everybody (laughs) I've ever referred you to, and you're Johnny on the spot. You answer questions. Uh, You treat me like I'm a human instead of like I'm a number. And everybody on your team is the exact same way. So, you know, I, we were, you and I were talking a week or so ago and you had mentioned that you're creating some financial awareness right now for other people. And the truth is I asked you, I was like, Hey man, I saw this thing that you're doing, da, 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 da. And you were like, yeah. And you started to explain it. And then you told me about how stupid cheap you're charging people to learn and i was like oh man i gotta get you on this podcast so you can let people know about this because this is actually really 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 (laughs) important stuff but before we get into that why don't you take a little bit of time and tell people where you started and maybe right before you got into your career like where you were before you got into your career what you did wall street all that kind of stuff and where you were and up to where you are now yeah happy to so to really give you a background on that, my, my whole family worked on Wall Street. So growing up, when you see your family do something, uh, you, you automatically assume that you're going to like it, right? that it's for you. Uh, the truth of the matter is, I started with a class. I was doing something called high-frequency trading. So if you ever saw Wall Street 2, uh, where the bull is, I, I was in that office, basically. Okay, wow. I forget what floor. We started with like a class of 70 or 80. And after eight months, we were down to just me and one other person. Either they got fired or they quit or they just couldn't hack it. And I, I didn't, I, I wasn't in love with what I was doing, right? I was just watching the market nonstop. And I got recruited to be an underwriter, which is hysterical looking back at it now. Uh, but it taught me how to look into and at certain businesses, which was a very, very valuable. And from underwriting, I worked my way up into sales, and then I ran a retention department, and I ran all of sales for a fintech company. And what I learned was I didn't like having someone to answer to. I'm on okay? And so I wound up partnering at a brokerage, and I... I guess that brokerage, the people I partnered with, they weren't good people, right? So long story short, I, I bounced around in several iterations of, I have a brokerage or I'm working with a direct FinTech company. And finally, in 
2014, I landed with, uh, I had a partner in Sprout. We built Sprout up <laughs> multiple seven figures. And I found out that my partner just wasn't holding up his end of the bargain and spending way too much money. He wasn't filing taxes. Uh, so I rebranded Sprout. I paid all that stuff, took a huge financial hit. And I rebranded Sprout into Integrated, changed to LLC, basically said, you know what, I'm going to start from scratch. I'm going to build it so it is centric, meaning it's one place, everything under one roof, focused on the client. And it took a little bit of time to iron everything out. But we did, not that we don't make mistakes, not that we're perfect, we're not. Uh, we're always building, we're always trying to improve. But with what I learned in RTA and with what we've implemented, I think we are the best marketplace in the country to help entrepreneurs grow. And then that other piece of it is the education. Because what I'm learning or what I've learned is more people than not need the education first and then the money after. Why is and that? Because they might not know what program is going to solve what challenge, right? So every single thing that an operator needs for a business, it's like building a house. You're not going to build a house with just a hammer. You need many different tools. Well, when you're building your business, it operates the same way. So you need money at the start. You need to build business credit. You need, if you're B2B, you probably need to speed up your cash flow. Um, you're going to need equipment. And each one of these things has a different program that correlates with it that will help an entrepreneur go from, let's say, six figures to seven figures, and seven figures to eight, and then eight to nine. And at each stage in the game, there's different tools that are going to be needed, depending on where the business is and what the business is trying to accomplish. And so what I wanted to do was, instead of me going and working on this one client at a time and each team member one client at a time. My mission is to support small business in the United States. The easiest way I could do that was actually give them a blueprint on what different programs do and how to utilize them, throw in some bonuses. And if they want to work with us after, which honestly most of them do, great. If not, I'm happy just to support the entrepreneurs because we weren't taught this in school. And so that's kind of where we are today is we're growing and all we want to do is help entrepreneurs like yourself and others grow because when you grow, your team grows. When your team grows, the impact you make in the community grows. And that is the backbone of our country. Boy, do I agree with that. You know, you've talked to hundreds, if not thousands of business owners, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think the number one mistake is when it comes to thinking about getting an influx of money in number oh man there's so many uh one choosing the wrong program two going to the wrong place three not understanding and having everything ready that you're going to need to get that program um, i think those are those are pretty uniform and standard across everybody what and, do you think about the what do you think though about like the mindset of what people want to get a loan for like like What's that biggest mistake? I, I know we've talked about it in the past. Mindset. Uh, a lot of people, there's a couple of schools of thought. But for the most part, 
people that are debt adverse don't understand debt enough, right? So you have, let's say Dave Ramsey, who says, pay cash for everything, don't carry debt, and live well below your means. Agree with living below your means. Sure. However, what people don't understand is there's an opportunity cost. Let me give you an example. Let's say, Chris, you need a, uh, a forklift, okay, or something. And I know you don't need that for your business, but yep. in general. And you've been thinking about getting this piece of equipment. And, it's, and that piece of equipment would bring you in an extra five or let's say $10,000 a month in revenue. And you've been thinking about it for six months. Well, guess what? You have an opportunity cost because you wanted to save money and pay for it in cash. You waited six months, and you basically cost yourself $60,000 in revenue. Now, if you have 30% margins, you do the math, okay? At 30% margins, you're costing yourself $60,000. That's $18,000, okay? You probably were going to, if you finance that day one, you probably weren't going to pay $18,000 in interest. And so that's the opportunity cost. The other part of that is because you didn't use or because you didn't finance it through equipment financing, you didn't build comparable debt. So let's say now instead of getting a forklift, you need to get a ditch witch. Well, a ditch witch is $300,000 to $500,000. And if you don't have any comparable debt, you're probably not going to get approved for a equipment loan of that size. Right? And so that's where the education piece comes in. Because if you were actually using the financing programs correctly, you would have built your profile, your business credit profile up enough where you getting that bigger piece of equipment would have been no problem. And nobody knows this. They don't teach it to us in school. They don't teach it to us in college. When you, you know, create an LLC or open your business, they don't nope. give you a handbook and say, here you go. Sure would be nice. You know, and it goes right along with the fact, you know, I own several businesses and one of those uh, remodeling companies. So, you know, people start looking at five, $600,000 projects and going, oh, we'll wait, you know, because I want to go take out a loan and the interest rates are so high. But, and I can understand something like that maybe on a home, but there are a lot of businesses <laughs> where you just have to actually understand the opportunity cost because as long as you can always beat the spread yeah. and it out allows you to get what you want done, which usually for most of us business people are three to five years out anyway to get there then you're winning the entire time. And, and, and that's, you know, a lot of people think that entrepreneurs are risk takers. The truth is, is we're risk mitigators. Yep. We look for the most intelligent way to reduce all of our risks so that we can get to our goal. And I bet you have conversations with all the time about the, the, the interest rate right now, especially. Yep. We do. We, we absolutely do. And here's the golden rule probably something that you were asking me to get at. What people don't truly understand when they're making a decision about should they borrow or, sh or shouldn't they, you have to think about how much revenue that's going to bring in and how much profit it's going to bring in. Now, if let's say you get a piece of equipment and you're paying $1,000 a month for it, okay? If you're going to bring in $5,000 a month because you have that equipment, you're still cash flow positive. So many people think, oh, I can't afford a $1,000 payment. That's bullshit. 
you have $5,000 additional revenue coming in that offsets that thousand. So from a cash flow perspective, that's a win. Now, does the cost of capital cover the increase in profit? So out of that $5,000, let's just say 1,500 is profit. Well, you're making an additional 1,500 bucks a month every month that machine is running. So everyone wants the best deal and the best terms, but most entrepreneurs don't break it down to the most basic principle. Does the revenue exceed the payment? Does the, cost, does the increase in profit exceed the cost? Okay, and if you can answer yes to both of those, then it's just finding you know, the best terms or working with someone that you know, like, and trust, okay, that's going to guide you and get it done properly. And then from there, you just grow your business and you rinse and repeat, and that's all this is. You know, and, and it's no different than hiring an employee. You know, the, the idea whether you're paying somebody $18 an hour or $180 an hour is irrelevant. As a business owner, what I'm looking for is the value exchange. Am I getting what I want revenue based upon that employee doing that task? Sometimes, and, and it was really hard for me, man. I've been in business a long time, but I couldn't understand that by hiring that employee and delegating that to them, that they probably wouldn't do it as well as I do it. And, and for a lot of reasons, I mean, number one, it's my business, right? Yep. Um, but I didn't need them to do it as well as I did it. I needed them to do it 70% as good as I do it. And then that frees up my time so that I can do more. And the same thing with working capital for a lot of years, man, because I didn't have anyone teach me, I just suffered. And I never started at <laughs> ground zero and started to build that credit in that profile. The only thing I had was amount of years in, in, in overall revenue in my business. But once I started understanding that this is a game that you have to play as well, what I've experienced since then is that, boy, does it cover the peaks and the valleys with the water on top. Like, we have the ability to keep moving forward and not panic and make really horrible decisions when that time comes. And, and I, I really want other people to know that, too, because there are a lot of really good people that have taken risks on themselves to build a beautiful business. And 95% fail within five years. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's a statistic. And one, and you're right. There is no manual that comes with it. They take your 50 bucks and you call over here and they give you an EIN. And the next thing you know, you own a business. I mean, that's yeah. really how hard it is in America, but being intelligent about it. No, it's, it's, it's finding people like you that have been there, done that. I mean, and here's what's cool. You came not just from a college experience, you worked with some of the savviest human beings in the world with finances. And I want to get back to something, man, because I'm just curious, because I also believe in Pareto's law, 80-20 rule of everything, right? Yep. But you said that your class started with like 60 people and there were only like two of you left. Some got fired, some quit. What's the, what, what did you see? What was that grind mill like? So somebody that's never seen it except in a movie. Yeah. What were you, was that like basic training and then you're going into like special forces and they're just um, whipping your ass every, all over the place? Kind of. So we had to learn trading principles, and most trading principles are actually the opposite of your instincts. Hmm. Okay. So you're mitigating risk, you're looking for patterns, and if you're unsure, you have to be very careful. Like you have to be able to cut losers quickly and let winners run. And 
even though it's very it's a very very basic principle right buy low sell high buy low sell high a sure. lot of people cannot do it and then when your job is to trade not thousands of shares a day but millions of shares a day um that's a lot of pressure and a lot of people just could not hang and what do you think one of the things that gave you the upper hand with that in your ability just to handle that kind of pressure would you like me to be completely candid no, I want you to lie to everybody because that's why I asked the fucking question. No, man, <laughs> I, I want to know because these are clues. Dude, besides what you do, I'm you're also teaching other winners how to win. Yeah, I'm stubborn and stupid. That's that's a, that's beautiful, dude. It's, it's competitive. It's my competitive nature. I'm not even kidding. Um, if I can make anything competitive to the point where I, I will almost die trying, okay? And for me... Being in a class of 60 and being a, a, an athlete, I just knew that I wanted to beat the shit out of everybody, even though we were <laughs> on the same team. And I was still willing to help them, but I wanted to be the best. Okay, That's what did it. And I didn't always make a lot of money doing it, and I killed myself doing it, but it was that competitive nature. How you nature. learn. Yeah. And it's what gives you the foundation. Dude, I'm not surprised at all by your answer, but it wasn't the one that I thought you would come up with. Um, but so that's across the board with everything. I'm, lis I'm, I'm listening to Elon Musk's book right now, his biography. Oh, I bought it. And, bro, it is literally word for word what just came out of your, not word for word, but it's the same. What makes him so successful is that he refuses not to win. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have any other rule other than I don't fail. And here's the thing, I might fail in the short term, but long term, I'm not gonna ever fail. You're not gonna beat me, okay? This is a marathon, it's not a sprint. If we're going a mile, you might beat me. If we're going all 32, there's zero chance because I'm either going to finish first or I'm gonna die, and that's it. What, what did you start to learn working in that kind of environment that made you say, hey, I think we're missing something huge um, so not so much Wall Street, but when I started working for different banks and fintech companies, what I realized is most people, if they fit the box, they get, they only have one program, okay? And the problem is that program isn't always the right one. And so to really help an entrepreneur, one, I think it helps if you actually are an entrepreneur. Because you understand the ups and the downs and all the other stuff that comes with running your own business. And two, they can't hire somebody at thirty to let's say seventy thousand dollars a year that is going to know and have all the relationships built that somebody on the outside that's been doing it for fifteen years would. So what I kept seeing was I kept seeing business owners come in to the to the um, to the funnel, right? And if they were approved, they would just get hounded and hounded and hounded. That's not a good way to do business, all right? That's good for a transaction. That's not how you build relationships. It's not how you build a business. Yeah. And my whole thing was I wanted to really help and make a difference and make an impact. Making an impact is one of my core values. And so the only way I could do that is to set it up like if I was an entrepreneur that needed financing, where would I want to go? How would I want to be treated? And what are some of the things 
that would attract me to that. And that's, I literally reverse engineered everything in my business from the front end to make everything that much more impactful to my clients. So you've started up this new business. You're going to be educating some people. Yep. Tell everybody what that education looks like. Like, give a brief overview of what that looks like. That's happy to. So, in in Capital Tools, it's called the Capital Tools Program. We go over what underwriters are looking at. Okay, because how are you going to prepare for the test if you don't know what's on the test? Okay, so we go over what they're looking at. We go over reading and updating a personal financial statement. Most people don't know and don't have a personal financial statement. When you play in the realm of usually seven, eight, nine figures, if you don't have that, you don't really know where you stand in life. Okay? We go into each and every program. So we go into SBA loans and every type of SBA loan. We go over lines of credit. We go over equipment financing. We go over all the different types of equipment financing, whether it's a lease, a lease with a dollar buyout, or a straight purchase, or a sale leaseback. We go into purchase order financing, family office financing, invoice factoring, working capital lines, payment processing, every single tool that an entrepreneur will need at one point in time. And then we go over what they need to avoid. And we go over building business credit. And it's all in a video format. And then what I wanted to throw in as bonuses, which is actually more valuable than what they're actually paying for the program, was they get a one-on-one -on -one strategy session, they get access to a private Facebook group where they can ask questions and there's ongoing and updated training in there. And you can connect with like-minded people. And if they want to, they get a discounted business evaluation from uh, our, our good friend, Jeff Bouchard. All right, Jeff is a business broker. I can tell you that almost no one can actually say what their business is worth, okay? 80% of people get that wrong. So it's very important to actually know what your business is worth and what you can do to make it more valuable. I'm not saying mm -hmm. you have to sell, but if you want to sell, don't you want to position it in the best way possible? So I basically made one place where people can get all of that and grow their business, right? No, we're not harboring on, you know, you have to work with us. Here's the education. Raise your hand if you need us or if you have a question. Otherwise, all I want you to do is work. And that's what I put together. Dude, and, and like the cost of it right now is less than a cup of coffee a day. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's like 500 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, you, you know, <clears throat> I first met you through videos. You didn't know me. <laughs> but, but I got to know you and... Um, that was the first iteration of what you've done here. And, and I'm telling you, that was so chocked full of like, I thought I was going to have to go talk to some 80-year-old guy from the score to learn this kind of stuff. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, oh my God, and it's all in one place. And yeah. for somebody like me that does a little bit of ADD, like I need to be able to go, all right, I don't want to listen to this anymore. I got to go absorb what he was just saying and yeah. I'll come back to it later. Um, but it, it was really, really valuable, man, because it's what actually started me on the track. It's when I got my first line of credit through you. Yep. And I mean, there's so many things that can take a business owner out. Mm -hmm. And the saddest thing is being uneducated. 
That's just quite honestly, man. If 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 I have the opportunity to protect me through educating myself at this point in my life, I'm willing to get my uh, master's degree if I have to. Yeah. Because it makes sense now. When I first started, didn't I thought I'll run and gun it'll always be fine. And after 25 years of this stuff, it's like wow, things come up every once in a while that you're like, I don't know what to do. And I know the best time to have planted a tree was 10 years ago. But the next best time is now. And this is a really cool service, man, because literally I'm I'm quite positive by the time they've watched the third video, their $500 is more than paid for. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to me. I mean, you don't know this, but Brian McKittrick and I were in the background talking about you. I'm like, who oh, is yeah. this dude, man? And what is it? Brian, explain this information to me in a different way. I mean, he was, and it's just like, Man, I'm not I'm not smart. And um and Brian was like, "No, go to this part in the video and watch this." And I was like, "Oh! Oh!" And that's when I got on the phone with you and I was like, "We need to have a real conversation, man." And um I think you had me funded in less than 36 hours. The first one that we did. And um and that saved our butt. And um all we've done is move through since and and I can't say how much I appreciate you for it. Uh I I, everybody doesn't know this, but I'm going to tell them anyway because it's just who I am. So we already did one recording, everyone, except Chris forgot to hit the record button. And um, and and so we're actually here after business hours doing this video because I want this information to get out to you. I want you to be able to hear it. And it's timely and it's relevant. And um, Jonathan was nice enough to get back on and record with me again. Uh, but I decided to come all the way back into the office. It's like 6 o'clock at night. To make sure this happens because I know Jeff Ducharme. I've done business with Jeff De Jeff Ducharme. I've done business with you. You're a stand-up man. The information that you provide is top-notch. And if people make a decision to actually get on the phone with you and start talking, the coolest part about it is that you do not just slap a sticker on it. You have a few questions you need to ask. And quite honestly, um, sometimes you have some advice that people don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important because in this money realm, man, I don't know, I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of mistakes on a single decision that if I'd have just known, if I'd have just known, and if I'd have just been prepared, we could have avoided the whole thing. And um, I can't I can't recommend you highly enough, man. I really appreciate you taking time to come on. Well, thank you so much. I'll tell you this. I've seen people lose their business because they make a, a mistake that, I covered or I would have caught a bunch of different times, right? And for me, I actually care. Like, I don't feel like I work. Okay, I mean that. I mean that because helping people like you and knowing that you have the core values that you do and the impact that you make in your community, if I can just help that a little, I feel like I, I'm doing what I was put here to do, right? And I enjoy it because. Us entrepreneurs, we're all a little fucked up. We're all a little crazy. I mean, that's, okay? that's true. It's Bible. Yeah. But we all, like, we all basically see things the same way. And you know what? Being the finance guy, I get to meet a lot of cool people, help a lot of cool people. It opens a lot of really cool doors and experiences for me. So it, I want to give back any way I can. You know? And, and so this, is, this was kind of my way of doing it. And I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, man. You're one of the only coaches that I, I think actually has a clue and has actually built things, not just talking, you know, from. Uh, let, let, me, let me let me build something to make money on you to then say that I made my million dollars, but I did it yes. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not one of those guys. 
has a seven-figure flow because he's selling real estate. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've actually been in the trenches. You yeah. run a great team. One day I'm going to steal your assistant if I can ever figure out how to get Brooke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot have her. <laughs> no, I can't get in there, but it would be nice. It would be nice. That just says a lot about you, right? How dialed in are you that a good friend is saying, oh, man, how do you get Brooke? Dude, I, I am so proud. When you sent me that message, that made me stand shoulders wide because um, unbeknownst to a lot, I've had over 300 employees, man. Yeah. And and when I started operating on a higher level of integrity with core values, because you're the one that brought it up, and I actually started living in my core values, the people that I'm attracted to that are attracted to me live by the same ones and um i was gonna say this like another resource of yours that people can check out is on youtube what's the name of the channel it's just integrated business financing so we have we have a i think we have like something like 620 videos on there now they're all different but there is so much information that you could look you could really look up whatever you want equipment financing lines of credit building business credit and get enough information to get started, right? To get going. But capital tools is not just the theory, it's the nitty gritty. And what we keep doing too is every time I make a new training, we add it there. This way awesome. you have a full Rolodex that's always expanding. And there's programs that come up all the time, like this this um, SBA loan that we, that we have now is still in beta. It's been in beta for about 18 months, but it's the quickest SBA loan I've ever done, right? And to be able to get that out to market, Capital Tools would be a great place to, to, for someone to first hear about that because not everybody has access to that program. Not everybody knows about that program, and certainly they might not have relationships at the right banks to get that program done. So. It's a really good resource for anybody that is looking to operate and grow a business ethically. And it will also teach you who to avoid, right? What questions? So if you're if you're not gonna work with us, I also give people a list of questions like, hey, if you're interviewing a bank, if you're interviewing a broker, these are some of the things that you wanna ask. And if they can't answer those questions flat out, you don't wanna work with them. Just, man. This is almost like insider information. It really is. And um, that's how it was when I first started watching your videos. I was like, oh, shit. Why hasn't anybody ever, ever offered this before that I'm aware of? And, um, and you're absolutely right, man. Being armed with that knowledge, uh, it's, it's a complete game changer. Uh, where else? So they can find you on YouTube. Where else can people find you if they want to reach out? Uh, well, both Instagram and Facebook is going to be Jonathan Federa, F-O-D-E-R-A. Uh, LinkedIn, it's the same. You go to the integratedbusinessfinancing.com. Those are really the, the easiest ways to get get to me. And if you go on any of my social profiles, there's always a link to schedule a call. Okay. Please book a call. I'm happy to help you if you have any questions or anything I can help with. You know, I'm an open book. And um, and if they want to check out that program, it's at the website. Yep. Yep. Appreciate it. <laughs> Everybody. Appreciate you taking the time to be on our show, to listen to Jonathan. Um, Jonathan, I'm happy. I'm so grateful you showed up again, man, after I might screw up. But um, if you have any questions and you want to know more, 
uh, reach out to me. I'll hook you up with Jonathan. And uh, brother, thank you again for taking the time to be on our show. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Peace, everybody. Hey friend, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to catch future casts. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it so others can benefit from it as well. I'll see you in the trenches. Try to catch me howling at the moon.